to tell me that you went home and swiped a ball that was signed by Babe Ruth, and you brought it out here and actually played with it and actually played with it? Yeah. Are you one of those people that has to know how much the Babe Ruth ball is actually worth? I was going to bring it back, but it was signed by Babe Ruth. Yeah, you keep telling me that. Who is she? We'll keep it right here because today is your lucky day. The Sultan of Clouds. King of Crap. The Colossus of Clouds. The Colossus of Clouds. It's time for Sports Collecting with Tom Morgan, sponsored by ERC Delivery and Huggins and Scott Auctions. The Great Bambino! Happy Saturday morning, and I'm Tom Morgan with Vince Clemente of ERC Delivery, Bill Huggins of Huggins and Scott Auctions, and our producer this week is Eric Ostrowski, back to join us in for Tyler Aki this week. And, of course, we'll be joined then at about uh, 7.20 by John Drummond and Nancy Huggins for Witch Ended Higher. Eric, good to hear you back on the show. What you been up to? I've been good. I've been working all since, as you know, we've got the White Sox this season here at yeah. ESPN 1000. So I am my, my duties now have been moved to White Sox. So I've been working all the White Sox games, being in studio here, uh, talking to Lennon DJ, getting that done. Boy, that should be a fun season to be working on. I, they, they've got some talent there. It should be exciting. The timing of us getting them and oh. them coming to where they're at now, and then <laughs> it, it's, it's exciting. And me as a White Sox fan, I'm, I'm juiced. It's great. Yeah, well, that's, that's great. Very good. That's awesome. I, I was going to say I was at the Cub game last Sunday. It was like minus 20 below it felt anyway. So, but uh, it's great to have baseball back for sure. It really was is. that the temperature or was that the bats? <laughs> Probably a little bit of both there, for sure. They've been storing their bats in the freezer. There's no doubt about that. Yep, for sure. Now we've got uh, for Huggins and Scott's auction, there's been so much cool stuff being brought in. The, our our guy that sent in all those Babe Ruths that are already listed had a bunch of other stuff from the 30s. And I was looking, one of the things he had was a 1933 Sport Kings card number six, Jim Thorpe. It got graded a PSA three. I was looking oh. up Jim Thorpe. I thought this guy, I think, was a really great athlete. Basically, a hundred years ago, he was like the world's greatest athlete. Wow. In, in 1912... He won gold medals in the pentathlon and decathlon. He was born in 1887, died in, in uh, 1953. He uh, played in Major League Baseball from 1913 to 1919, and then in the NFL from 1920 to 26, uh, and then plus a little bit in 28. He was a tailback end and fullback. Wow. Just think of how, oh. like, how yeah. he was in relation to everybody else at the time. Yep. And you know, and now, okay, here's here's a quiz for a bonus point. Yes. <laughs> if you need all the <laughs> help I can missed. get this season. <laughs> in the movie Jim Thorpe, All American in nineteen fifty one, what actor, big name actor, played Jim Thorpe? In nineteen fifty one. Nineteen fifty one. Couple huh. Yeah. This is for a point. Um, you know, I, I'm John Wayne. going. John Wayne is wrong. Oh. Yeah. Bill goes, um, you wouldn't have gotten um, a point anyway, Bill. It wasn't Nancy Clark Gable, was it? Clark Gable? 
a pretty good guess, but no. Burt Lancaster. Okay. Okay. Yes. I've heard of him. Burt Lancaster. <laughs> so tune in. Watch him. Oh, geez. I don't lose a point, though, yet, right? You don't, don't lose a point. Okay, thank no, you. It was, it was pure bonus point if you got thank that you. one. Thank you. Thank you. I thought maybe you, maybe you would get that yeah, one. Yeah, that was close. <laughs> Some other things I sent in that they just got to Huggins and Scott yesterday. Um, one of our listeners had some really nice 1961 Fleer basketball cards that some of them are going to get graded because now I don't know if you know about this, but PSA stopped doing all their, their lesser priced uh, grading fees. And the, the least expensive grading fee is $300 a card. So you really wow. need good stuff in order right. to get them yep. graded. But to show how nice this was, there I think there were five cards that they were going to get graded by PSA and another four or five by SGC and then run the rest as a lot. There was a Will Chamberlain rookie that was really nice looking. It was in the holder. The centering on it and the color were beautiful. I guess it had a crease in it that you couldn't really tell, which hurts the value some. Yeah. But I could see that doing, like for me, that's still worth like getting that? graded. That's still worth getting graded. Oh, yeah, that's with for sure. That's going to be that, thousands that card, even yes. with that. Bill, you yep. saw that card, didn't you? Didn't it have beautiful color and centering on it? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, that crease is just the same. I, I, without that, that card's a $10,000 card easily. I mean, I don't know what it's going to sell for, but it, it may grade a a two or a three with that crease or something like that, but it's going to sell for four or five money. I can guarantee it just looks so nice. Like yeah, it's going to, and that card, all, all rookies of hall of famers are really hot right now with people that are, are in thinking of it as they like the collecting idea, but they're doing a lot of investing and stuff. I think there's a lot of those guys are really getting into the, the big time name rookie cards. And if it looks like to me, that would have been perfect. It's still too much for me to buy. If I was guy, I don't right. bid on things that I send in anyway, but if I was going to get a Wilt rookie that I liked, that maybe wasn't as high a grade as some of them, this would be the perfect. That's the one perfect fit. Up. Yes. Oh yep. my God. Cause yeah. it's, it's so many of the cards, like a, he had two Oscar Robertson rookies, two Elgin Baylor rookies, and wow. so many of them are off center in that set. Just to find one that's centered right there is a is yep. a big advantage to that card. So that'll be interesting to see what grade they they all end up getting, and then of course watching all those. Bill, you've gotten some other biggies in that uh, I didn't send in, but from other people, didn't you go see some guy that had a huge collection of great stuff? Several of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no, it's, been, it's been really busy. I mean, the amount of stuff that people, I guess, have been cooped up in their house and dug out while they're just hanging out at home has been amazing that we have been sending people. I know we're doing a Chicago trip. Is that next week, if I'm not mistaken? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah the guys to... are, I think uh, Mike's coming out. To, he's flying into Minnesota to pick up a deal renting a truck and then he's headed for chicago to i guess randy's been talking to you about who he's supposed to go see and everything and all that so yeah i had a a guy that had a big collection of uh autographed items that he had stopped in here and was 
he he we sent uh randy a list of like 30 items that he had and randy was kind of like yeah i think we could probably do all of these it was a good list of autographed items so i don't know who else he's going to be picking up from but i'm sure he's got a a full route so we'll, we'll see what happens with that and then uh we sent in Dwayne, who's been a, a longtime customer here. He comes in one, once or twice a month. He always looks at the the old cardboard. Sure. Well, he, he brought in a Gretzky rookie that it's like, okay, this is a good enough card to send in the PSA, and it got an eight. So that's going to be thousands. You know? Nice. Yeah, nice. that was, that was a, a good grade on that card. So it definitely pays to get those big type cards graded and CSG that I've talked about in the past was since PSA stopped taking in their lesser priced, uh, different levels of grading and SGC raised their minimum one, I think to $75, I guess CSG, the a new company got deluged yep. with stuff. So now they've got a delay on their stuff. To me, I've been telling people, you know, right now, unless you have a monster card, don't even send yeah. stuff in. Yeah. I guess yeah. uh, in the SMR last, I think it was last month, where the the head of PSA said they literally had like a few million cards. Wow. Back a few million. Oh my. I mean, wow. So how you know what I mean? It's now, if like, you had a if you had a card that everybody knew in the industry was going to, you know, maybe be priced at like fifty grand plus, could you send that there and they'll yeah, prioritize that if you give them they enough do. money to? They yeah. do. They those ones. I think they don't. They say, Bill, a lot of those if they're three hundred or more, they get those back in two or three weeks. But some no, of the others, or, or less than that. Yeah. So that yeah, that's no, it, good. It really, it, it, the, what they're doing is the stuff that they're that they're charging three hundred or more for, based on what it grades and who it is and the value. Once it's in the holder, they're getting that stuff back to us in two weeks or less. Yeah. Sometimes wow. you, know, you you get a, like we sent in a fifty-two topped mantle. I think they charged us fifteen hundred to grade it, but it was back. I think in five days or something. You know. Wow. Now what's what did that get? You don't know, huh? No. I don't remember. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll look it up on the Huggins and Scott website when it's listed. And that, yeah, it'll probably be things, up pretty soon. Some of these things, I mean, even they can be ones of the big-name yep. guys, and they're doing just and still get a lot of money. It, it's really something else. So what else has happened? I got a, a – you can tweet a picture of an item to my attention – uh, T crown Tom is my Twitter ID and you can call us if you want three, one, two, three, three, two, three, seven, seven, six. If you have an item that you think is good. Um, here's somebody, uh, J.R. Strauss sent a message. What about items with water damage? I have some items that could still be saved. <laughs> oh, this is a Joe DiMaggio. It looked like. It looked like maybe somebody took a bite out of it. <laughs> I'm looking at the same the picture on your Twitter, on yes. <laughs> you know, if it's a good enough autograph on a ball, Bill, and the ball just looks horrible, but you can still make out, uh, like if it's Joe DiMaggio, single-signed, or somebody, let's say you had a Roberto Clemente or a Babe Ruth or a Lou Gehrig, is that still worth trying to auction? 
Well, the the Ruth, the Clemente, and the Gary, yes. The DiMaggio, probably not, because there's lots of them out there. Yeah, but, there, uh, he did sign a he, lot. He of did some... one of those those older guys, you know, Cobb, Ruth, Derek, those types of guys. Yeah, we've sold them. We've sold them to where you almost can't see the autograph. And when, when JSA will will grade those cards or will authenticate them, or those balls, rather, they have this machine they put the ball in, and it kind of enhances the signature so that you can kind of see, yes, it's there. <laughs> and yeah, right. They'll put that picture a lot of times on the on the letter of authenticity, but you, you can tell that it's sort of in like a light bluish color. And I think they do mention that the photo was taken on a, by a, you know, while it was under a machine to, oh, huh. and that, and that this is not what it's going to look like when you hold it in your hand. But yeah, you know, this is what it looked like at, at one point in its life. It did. We were talking a couple weeks ago about tickets and ticket stubs and what some different things. Haynes tweeted me a picture. He had a 1996 Grand Prix uh, Club Sunday ticket from June of 1996 that he said was a great memory for him. It was signed on the back by Joe Montana and Walter Payton. Oh, I guess they nice were, combo. They were both IndyCar team owners at the time. So that, yeah. how about yep. that? Having yep. That's two awesome. all-time great football Hall of Famers signing the back of your IndyCar ticket, and they were sure. they were owners. Now that's kind of a cool item, don't you think? I don't think he'd ever want to sell it because it has such good memory for him. But don't you think that's kind of a cool item, Bill? Oh, absolutely. We would certainly want to run that. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Now we've got a caller on the line, Larry and. Doshin, Indiana. This sounds like a pretty neat item. What's up, Larry? Uh, good morning. Yes, it's going pretty good. Um, I got a Babe Ruth bobblehead. It's a Cooperstown. It says Game Seven, and it has the the row, seat, and section. And it is in a box too. I was, and the box is in pretty good condition. I just didn't know. Kind of curious what it would be worth. Do you know what year those were produced? Oof. I don't know for sure. Okay, well, I see there's a, a couple that have sold on eBay. It looks like right in the $100 range. Um, okay. Yeah, it, here's one 2001 Hall of Fame Cooperstown MLB. So it looks like that's about what they are. It's about a $100 item. So okay. uh, that's kind of neat, though. Anything Babe Ruth is a good collectible, that, <laughs> that's yeah. for sure. Okay, thanks yeah. for the call. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Now, some of the bobbleheads that were produced, Bill, in the like early 60s, some of those harder-to-get ones, I, what's the highest price you can think of you ever sold a bobblehead I, I think for? the highest price bobblehead that we've ever sold was a, a black-faced Houston Colt 45. Really? They must have hardly made any of them, huh? Yeah, I don't know how many they made, but I think that went for around $5,000. Oh, oh wow. nice for bobblehead. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I've got. I just picked up a couple of Brett Favre bobbleheads. There you go. There you go. <laughs> they're. After, I think they're fifteen and twenty dollars, yeah. so a little less. Yeah. Than... <laughs> after uh, after the Cubs won the World Series, there were just a bunch of bobbleheads with for the Cubs holding the trophy and all that. I bought just a whole bunch. Have a nice display. Oh, just yeah. Yeah. So, yeah Don't you have? Cool. A, do you have a Wrigley background like it or something at? at ERC? Yeah, the 
uh, the Fanatics in the November 2016 show at Rosemont, they had these almost eight foot by 10 foot banners made out of vinyl of a picture of them winning the world series right after the celebration oh, on the mound wow. and kids would come in and take a picture with the banner behind them. So when I was there, I asked the guy, well, what, what are you doing with these banners when you're done with the show? He's like, probably put it in some warehouse or something. So I'm like, well, would you sell these two to me? And he's like, sure. Give him a hundred bucks a piece and picked them up Sunday after the show. And now they hang at ERC on oh. two different walls, eight foot by 10 foot. Nice. Uh, 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 perfect. Right after they won the world series, their celebration on the mound. You should get cool. somebody to take a picture of you with a thumbs up in front of one of them. So there's a few of them later it. on and I'll tweet it to you. Yeah. yeah I'll try to do it this, nice. this coming week. Yeah. Oh, that's they're, pretty they're cool. Every, so every day I walk in and I, I see that. So yeah, yeah it's pretty yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. They, they you got to admit, they won it in your lifetime. Who yeah, and we may not win another one for another hundred years, but hey, I was there <laughs> they, to see this one, you know. But, so it was pretty cool. <laughs> That's true. They might not. Yep. It's always a yep. possibility. They might <laughs> yep. not. For sure. I was. I, could, I mean, the White Sox won one too. It's like yeah, pretty 2005. amazing. Yeah. Very good. Okay, Jimmy in is Killeen. Is that oh Kill Deer? Kill Deer. <laughs> Eric's got. Eric's got. Ten thumbs going today. Kill deer. My okay. my correction didn't come in quick enough. <laughs> yeah, those auto corrects are never That's good. That's right. Yep, okay, yep. Jimmy, what's up? Welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? Um, so I have a, a Kobe rookie card and a Shaq rookie card. I think they're in pretty good condition. Again, I, I'm just with all the delays with PSA. My question was: Is it worth sending in? Um, it isn't I, unless it, the only way it would be if you had the Kobe rookie, like Topps refractor, chrome refractor, or even a, a real nice Topps chrome Kobe rookie, and they you thought you you had a chance at a ten, then it would be worth it, if, especially if you wanted to sell them right away. But other than that, no. And, and Shaq they, was in the from about 1989 through 92, especially. That was in the really kind of overproduced basketball time frame, where even though Shaq was so great, a lot of his rookies really don't sell yep. for that much, yep. even in high grade. Some of the Shaq stuff sells real well. But for the most part, if you're not selling them, it's probably a good idea to just hold off on those and wait until things get back to a little bit closer to normality with the grading companies rather than get clogged up in the system right now with those, Jimmy. Gotcha. All right. Thank you. That's helpful. Sure. Thanks for the call. What year was that Kobe rookie refractor? Was it 96? Kobe was 96. 96. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, a good uh, I had a call from a guy about two months ago. He said, yeah, I heard Kobe stuff's pretty hot. He goes, I got a Kobe Topps Chrome rookie card. I go, oh, man. And he said it was nice. the refractor. Ooh. I was like, oh, you have to get that. If you're thinking of selling that or just to protect it, you have to get that one graded. He goes, well, I bought it about 20 years ago. It was already BGS 9.5. I was like, oh, oh my God. Oh, and and the last one I think had at the time it sold for like sixty thousand. And then I look on eBay and somebody was asking ninety nine thousand buy it now, Jeez. best offer. I haven't looked at them recently, but it was like, oh my <laughs> wow. God. Some of that stuff wow. is so high, it's yep. just unbelievable. For sure. for sure. Well, we're already time for the first break here now. Then uh we'll be after the break, you gotta hang in there because we'll be joined by John Drummond. 
and Nancy Huggins for this week's version of Which Ended Higher. So hang in there. We'll be right back. Now back to Sports Collecting with Tom Morgan. Sponsored by ERCDelivery.com and Huggins and Scott Auctions on ESPN 1000 and ESPNChicago.com. Welcome back. I'm Tom Morgan with Vince Clemente of ERC Delivery. Bill Huggins of Huggins and Scott Auctions and our producer this week is Eric Ostrowski back with us and in for Tyler Aki this week. And we're also joined right now by Nancy Huggins and John Drummond for this week's version of Which Ended Higher. But, John Drummond, what's up? You have a story for us? Yeah, I, I sure do. But before I give you that story, I you could have actually made one of the few times I could make some points to, uh, on this show when you mentioned uh, that the Jim Thorpe movie with Burt Lancaster, because I remember I've seen it both on the big screen and on TV. Oh, and you saw that at the big screen? Yeah, really? Sure okay. Did. Wow. Where? Do you remember where? where? Thereabouts, and I thought... I said, how am I going to get a point? I'm going to get railroaded because <laughs> threw me out. I said, how about this? Do I get a half point, Tom? If I can mention Charles Bickford was sort of the co-star in that movie, who sort of uh, mentored uh, uh, Lancaster, to, who had a, that is Thorpe, who had a drinking problem. But uh-huh. I suppose that's wishful thinking on my part. <laughs> it is. We'll keep point. that in mind, though, John, for down the road. Maybe later. We'll see. Maybe, uh, maybe right. just give an well, asterisk or something. The we no. want to talk about does not, is not humorous at all. <laughs> It's, in a way, it's sad. Uh, Arlington starts this weekend. Of course, you've got the Kentucky Derby today down in Louisville. And then we have the first uh, week, this weekend in May starts the season at Arlington Thoroughbreds. And that, of course, is maybe the last season they'll have because uh, Churchill Downs owns that track, and they've indicated that they're not uh, they're going to they're peddling the thing. And it's, I think, unlikely that anybody could come in and want to run it as a racetrack. And so less interest in, in racing as there was years ago. And Arlington, I don't know how many tracks of people have been in, but Arlington is really a castle. Uh, I was there in 1985. That is, we were doing the story. They had a fire in the grandstand. And we went out there, did a live shot at noon, and we're break, breaking down, ready to get something to eat, and bang, the thing literally erupted. It was a huge fireball, and that fire raged throughout the day, wow. and it destroyed the entire grandstand. And I remember we were still live at 10 o'clock at night when they struck that fire, but the amount of people that had come to the scene were lined up around the uh, area of the property to watch that fire. And yet they came back, they meaning the track came back, uh, Richard Duchesois, the owner, they had the Arlington Million out of a tent, and the next year, of course, they, the track reopened, and it is a castle compared to even, – even Churchill Downs is a dump compared to that. But it looks now that that's on the end of it, and racing is not like it used to be. One example I want to point out, I remember working downtown. I'd come out of the city-county building, and there would be a lot of buses over by the Sherman House Hotel. Sherman Hotel. They were taking charter buses, taking people to the various tracks, Arlington, Washington Park down in Homewood, this class track, Hawthorne. Uh, sportsmen's, uh, Maywood, and they didn't go as far as, uh, as uh, Aurora. They had Bel- Aurora Downs over there. You had uh, Balmoral down south in Crete and so on. My point being the number of tracks we had at one time here. And uh, everybody would, uh, was anybody interested in racing, get the racing form. And nowadays, unfortunately, due to casinos, Internet gambling, and everything else, and the age of the average railbird is older now. And I hate to say it, but it seems like... Racing is like the old gray mare. It's just about seeing better days, I think. And, uh, <laughs> that's unfortunate. Yeah. And by the way, for you guys and memorabilia, I'd be surprised that you, when I mentioned a couple of famous jockeys, that certainly I know at one time were sought as far as uh, autographs and things of that nature. Eddie R. Carroll, yeah. Willie Shoemaker, Johnny Longdon, yeah. particularly R. Carroll won that, won that, uh, uh, that derby quite a few times. 
And uh, to show how big a news story it used to be, that is not the Derby, but just the meeting of the Illinois Racing Board, we, would, we all the media, with print and electronic, would cover it. Uh, had arguments of when the racing dates would be on. There was a key to get Arlington wants this, Hawthorne wants this, Washington Park wants that. But that's uh, that was then, and this is now. And uh, the interest in racing is, uh, as you go to the track now, frankly, they're guys my age, and that's not good. There's not many young people on it. Other than maybe Arlington on Sunday when they have family days, but uh, and I can't. Also, by the way, we don't bum rap Hawthorne here. Hawthorne is going to continue. Hawthorne has both harness and thoroughbreds. In appeals by next year, maybe they will be the only track in Chicago when they something. Well, yeah, now there are still collectors of some of the big name jockeys, and uh, I I still believe that Secretariat was smart enough that Secretariat probably could have signed something if anybody. I know ever you said that's going back to 1973, but he is considered the top horse of all time. I guess yeah. when it comes to thoroughbred. Yeah, you know, I tell you guys, we have some well, collectors sent into us, and they're going to be in this auction. Is uh, probably a stack of 50 to 100. Old Derby, Belmont, Preakness, oh, yes. and other racetrack programs, oh. and a couple of them are signed by I want to say Eddie Arcaro. Oh, that, that that should be. There's going to be several lots of those in this auction. Well, yeah. I would think that would be worth something. I would think that. Yeah, it should be very good. Well, it's time now to go from that to this week's version of Which Ended Higher. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's the tune. The Which Ended Higher tune is back. Okay, so we've got Nancy Huggins. Are are you with us? I am, and I have to let you all know that one of Bill's and my prized possessions is a secretariat picture was signed by Ronnie. Ronnie Turcott. So that, yeah, yep. oh, that, those, I, that's, cool. that's cool. That was... And, th- and, John forgot him all together. Yes, I did. I didn't mention Hartack. I mentioned three of them, but there's others. You're right. Yeah. Remember how big it was in the 70s when Secretariat was going for the Triple Crown? It was was huge. And when he won the Triple Crown, he uh, won by 28 or 9 lengths. And in the stretch, Ronnie Turcotte looks back to see how far the horses were behind him. And there was a photo taken of that. I have that photo in my office. It's signed. And it's signed by Ronnie Turcotte. Well, we yeah. haven't we haven't had a Triple Crown winner in 2015. American Pharaoh. That was the one time it sort of interest uh, came back to horse racing after American Pharaoh won the uh, Derby and then the Preakness. People wanted to see if he could make a sweep, and lo and behold, he did win the Belmont. That it's was awesome. one time that interest was very high in in, in this era about racing. They were very, I would think if fun. any horse has a chance this time, is it essential quality is the one that is it like. Yeah, two to one or something. Yeah. yeah, that would be one to Rock watch. It's always world. more fun. What's Rock that, Bill? Your world. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your pick? The what are the odds? <laughs> That's my pick. I think he was six to one or something. Uh, yeah. All right, Vince uh, just wrote it down, and, and he's got me. <laughs> I got my pick coming up when you're ready. Well, yeah. Don't forget Hot Rod. Don't forget Hot Rod Charlie either. Well, I'm right. doing the combo. Yeah. I think with essential quality. And at fifty to one helium, you got to well, there. Put, you go. There you, you go. Do a combo there you with go. A favorite, and then some long shot to make it worthwhile. Which is <laughs> kind of what I'm doing too with um, um, the twenty horse Bourbonic with Todd uh, with Todd Pletcher, and then the one horse uh, also with Todd Pletcher. I what is that name? Known known agent, I think. So okay, yeah, yeah. I'll take those two. So basically, well, Tom, all of us have different picks, Tom, so we're no Tom. help for listeners. <laughs> <laughs> 
Tom, I'm surprised you're not going to give us extra points if we get the derby right. Ooh, you know what? I, like I think that. we do. I'll have to put a pack ah, of something to the side for right. that. Okay. Good idea, Nancy. You Good have idea. To, uh, <laughs> you have to email me your your picks, tcrowntom at gmail.com, before 3 o'clock this afternoon. Okay. okay. All right. For just the winner only. And, John, okay. uh, uh, you can always call me <laughs> with your okay. picks. I, got on, I don't have a pick, but I, all right. Well, you know, maybe you could do a little research on it. Right, so. Okay. You already I'll have take a, a long shot, probably. I John, have you already idea. have an extra football pack coming this week to you, one of those Ooh. autographed football packs. Well, even, even though I didn't do anything on Burt Lancaster, I'll get that instead. All right. I can't yeah. You know, I actually have a signed photo of Burt Lancaster at home. I've oh, got cool. a few. Really? That ought to be and, worth something, seriously. I, I, I sell it for a million. I think that's no. probably not like that. <laughs> All right, Would we better get the widget and hire. It's going to be the break. Okay. Now, we're going to just well, – let's not even take well, – well, let's read them. Let's not even take one out this time, okay? We're going to have five items. First item, 1966 Philadelphia football unopened solo pack PSA 7. You have the chance for Butkus and Sayers rookies in the 1966 Philadelphia. A next item, 1965 Philadelphia football unopened cello pack, PSA 7. It has Warfield, Renfro, Charlie Taylor, and Carl Eller rookies in it. Next item, 1962 Jello baseball, unopened box <laughs> with a Veda Pinson card on the back. It just looks cool because you don't <laughs> you don't see those at the grocery store right now. No, Especially not anymore. You don't, you don't. You don't see the 1962 ones. <laughs> you know that's some old stock at a grocery that's store. Old bread. Yes, you're looking in the back of the thing, and there's a 1962 box. Okay, next item: uh-huh. 1972 Topps football. Series 3 unopened wax pack, PSA 9, and there is, you can see, you can tell there's a piece of gum in that pack. So <laughs> don't chew it, though, Vince, if, if you open it. Don't chew that old I'll, gum. I'll bypass that piece of gum so quickly. <laughs> and the last item, 1954 Redman Tobacco unopened pouch with a Roy Campanella card, like, slid in there with it. So those are the five items. And Vince, since you, everybody else is tied at four, you get the first pick. Gotcha. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with the 1962 Jello with the Vita Pinson in the back. That just seems okay. like uh, that'd be pretty cool. You're going J-E-L-L-O? Okay. I am going J-E-L-L-O. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's let uh, Eric go next. Boy, I have no idea where to go. <laughs> so things haven't changed. No, and and this pick is going to be more of the same, too. I love a good piece of bubble gum, so I'm going okay. with the 72 Top Series 3 with okay. the gum. If you love a good piece of bubble gum, that's not for you, the 72. I, I've had uh, people open one of those old packs, and I see them, really? and chew that old gum. Really? They immediately turn different shades of pink. <laughs> Okay, next one. Let's let uh, Nancy Huggins go. So, did you say that sixty-six Philly had a could have a buckus in it? 
Yes, Butkus yeah. and Sarah's and Sarah, rookie Sarah. there in 66. Yeah, that's one I'm going for. I always like number 51. Okay. Oh, you're a Dick Butkus fan. Very good. And John Drummond, it's up to you now. Well, I think Nancy's hit the button. I'd like that 66 because you indicated also in there. I think there's cards of Paul Warfield and Carl Eller, I think, also indicated as well. as Well, they, those, those, those rookies were actually in the 65 pack. So the 66 pack had Butkus and Sayers rookies. Now, there would might be cards of those guys, but not their rookies. Oh, well, I'm going to go with that. I'm gonna, if you have both Sayers and Butkus in there, I'm going to have to go with that, with that, that 66 one then. All right. Very good. Okay. Let's start. From the lowest priced item, I thought this might trip somebody up. The, the lowest priced item was the 1954 Redman Red yeah. tobacco unopened pouch with the Roy Campanella. Roy Campanella. $575 for that one. Next lowest item was the 65 Philadelphia unopened cello pack, $1,300. Next lowest item, sorry, Eric. <laughs> the 1972 <laughs> Tops Football <laughs> Series Three unopened wax. I pack. actually have a shot here. <laughs> second to second to best no, item. Really, J E L L O. That means John right. and Nancy burst into a first place tie <laughs> together. Tyler's not going to be happy, Eric. He was tied for first. Now he's one behind, and still. Well, Vince, now we're going to give you an occasional bonus right. since you have Thank you. this. I, we're going yeah. to give you a chance occasionally. <laughs> Need to come but back it's, So here. it's five, five, four, and zero. So, thanks for joining us, John and Nancy. Well, right, we'll we see you the next week, and maybe we'll give you give you the Derby winner today if I think about it. Yeah, right. very good. Now, don't okay. Tcrowntom at gmail dot com is my email to get your picks in. All right. Dave, Dave, Adios. Again, tcrowntom at gmail.com and it's gonna oh what a prize it's gonna be you, you can tell it's not gonna be easy for us because we all had different different we're picks, all that's right sure of our picks and we're all we're all yep, different. yep. <laughs> okay very good now i just before we get to the break here i wanted i got a uh i retweeted this one of our listeners says he has an 0304 NBA Topps Chrome Hobby Box. That's LeBron's rookie in it. He says, would it be worth to get it authenticated? Bill Huggins, if he sent that in for you to auction, wouldn't you would you get BBCE to wrap it just for just for the sake of people to give them some sureness that it's real? Oh, hundred percent, yes. Yes, and that would do Great. <laughs> so that is definitely an item that would be worth auctioning. So it's time for a short break here now. The number is 312-332-3776. We're on till just before 8 o'clock, so hang in there. We'll be right back. Now back to Sports Collecting with Tom Morgan. Welcome back. I'm Tom Morgan with Vince Clemeni of ERC Delivery, Bill Huggins, of Huggins and Scott Auctions, and our producer this week is Eric Ostrowski. We're on for a few more minutes. If you want to call us with a question about an item, the number is 312-332-3776. One of the items I noticed in the Huggins and Scott auction, uh, in the summer auction already listed, is a Mike Trout 2011-2011 Tops Finest Rookie gold refractor autograph numbered to 75 
graded BGS 9.5 with a 10 autograph. Right now, wow. Trout is batting. Wow. His batting average is 425. <laughs> Can you imagine what that would yeah. go for if he's still batting like over 400 in late July, early August? You know, or yep. I think it's late July that this will end. Because then people will be That's thinking, amazing. man, yep. Mike Trout. I mean, batting average isn't as big of a deal as it used to be, but I think a 400 plus batting yes. average yes. would still be pretty big don't you think bill that would add like oh my gosh oh gosh i mean what what do we go back to 1941 when ted williams did it right yeah that that, there's been guys make runs at it i remember george brett made a good run one year yeah he finished at 390 i think that year that he brett made the run and yeah and he was still going at it pretty late in the year where it was like he might be able to do it But Mike Trout is so yep. popular anyway. I mean, he's basically been this generation's Willie Mays. If you throw in a four-hitter sure. bat, oh, <laughs> not that he can. It's still field. early. Yeah, guys yes, have hit is. over four hundred early in the season a lot. But I'm just kind of dreaming forward there. <laughs> what if he really? I mean, yeah. who knows? Who's the? You I'm not going to say he can't right. do it. So yeah. <laughs> that would make things interesting. That's for sure. Uh, let's see what else is here's something bill i think that you would want to auction this i'm gonna i'm gonna guess uh dennis from arizona sent me a direct message he has a complete set of 1996 donruss signature series autographs and this has includes it there's over 200 autograph cards it has jeter Frank Thomas, Greg Maddox, who I guess only signed 500, and Mariano Rivera are some of the highlights in it. I think that would do real well in one of your auctions. Bill, what do you, what do you think about that one? Oh, a- absolutely. We, we've actually run – I don't know that we've run that one. But that sounds uh, uh, not real familiar, but we've run other guys who have completed a, oh, an autograph subset, so to speak, from a, a certain issue and stuff like that. And you're right. They do very, very, very well because it's so hard to complete those things. Yeah, it really is. So, I, Dennis, if you're still listening and you want to send it to Huggins and Scott, would he have time to send it in still for the summer auction for you? Oh, gosh, yes. We're, we're, okay, we're, we're still a month to six weeks at least. Yeah. Okay, so if I were you, Dennis, I'd get moving on it. But if you want it for the summer auction, they'd be willing to auction it for you. So he could call you and get the details. Would you send him a form or something? Or do you well, have or somebody? send him our FedEx label. Yeah, we would. Yeah, we, okay, you know, very good. For sure. Very good. And now we have callers. If if Lurch is awake here, I hope he is because Mike in Chicago's on the line. There we go, Lurch. What's up, Mike? Thanks for the call. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Great. Good. Good. So uh, I have a $100 bill that's signed by Javi Baez and Aroldis Chapman shortly after they won the World Series. I was in the airport in Las Vegas, and I had nothing for them to sign. They were on my <laughs> flight. All I had was a couple hundred bucks. Vince will give you $90 for it. No, I'll give the, I'll give the even I hundred. Say, you know. I don't think it's worth a hundred. <laughs> yeah, we know it's worth at least a hundred. Now, Bill Huggins, would you try getting more of the 2016 Cubs to sign that hundred dollar bill? I think I would. I I kind of agree with you there. Yeah, that that would be quite a unique item if you could get 
It would be awesome. I, mean, I guess you probably have to go front and back or something. I don't know how big these two guys took up what space they took up, but I, I would bet you could still still get maybe front and back at least 10 or 15 autographs on there. Yeah, so try to get all the starters, you know, get guys like Rizzo and Bryant and uh, maybe some of the starting pitchers. You got the closer. I think that would be great. But That's a one-of-a-kind item. I can almost it, guarantee you that. No doubt. Yeah. I think, don't you think, Billy, he would need more on it, though, to really make it a big thing? Or do you think Baez and Chapman by themselves are yeah, I, I, I like the fact of getting a few more, especially since all these guys are still alive. You know? Yeah, still around, yeah. And, and there's some big names on there. So that's a project for you, Mike. We think it would help. Okay, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. All right, thanks for the call. Next on the line, we have Gary from Huntley. What's up, Gary? Thanks for the call. Hey, I was going to give you two guys an attaboy. Uh, I brought you a collection about five years ago, and then I just brought one recently and both sold on Bill's website to his company. And uh, I got two Mickey Mantles going this summer. And for you listeners that are hesitant, this whole operation is just first class. I took them into Tom. He sorted them, sent them on to Huggins Scott Auctions. And all I can tell you is my net bottom line was way beyond what I thought they were going to get. It. Oh, that's just awesome. A, just a first-class operation for you listeners that are hesitant about how this works. But, uh, you can't you can't do better. And just straight straight up honest, guys. Well, very good, Gary. Thanks, Thank thanks for the very photo. much, Gary. Yeah, yeah, always good to hear it. I got and goosebumps. Hopefully... What a great testimonial. Yeah. Wow, yeah, thank no, you. That's that really wonderful. Was. It'll be fun to watch your items, and isn't it fun yeah. when it's running to watch it, and then when it comes to the last minute, sure. it's like, oh, where's it going to end? I mean, it yep. really is. I've always liked watching the things I send in for people. Yep. It, it's, yep. Yeah, it's it's really something. And he was he was spot on with your honesty, integrity, you and Bill, and everything. How you get it to New York and or to to Bill and for the auction. It's wonderful, great price. Yeah, it's. I'll tell you, people bring in some really cool stuff. So thanks for the call, Gary. Next on the line, we have Dick in Highland Park. This sounds neat. What do you have there? Tell us what you have, Dick. Well, my my uncle was a friend of Phil Cavaretta, who was first wow. baseman for the Cubs in the forties. So he gave my uncle, who gave to me, a 1945 uh, baseball signed by, personally signed by every member of the Cubs uh, winning uh, team of that year. That's awesome. That's I, I don't remember somebody ever bringing one or showing me one of the, they were, that was, they, they lost to the Tigers in the World Series that year, correct, Dick? They, they, sure, they sure did, unfortunately. Yeah, they, they had, had some, some good names some great, on that team. Well, yeah, Oakland, Claude Paso is a pitcher, and Hank Barali, and uh, Chris Cavaretta, and uh, yeah, a lot, every guy. Every Wasn't one. Andy Pasco on that team? Yes, yeah, he played yeah. in the field. Now, how, how clean is the ball, and how bold are the signatures? The signatures are clear. The ball is uh, dirty. It's not been carefully uh, you know, housed, but it's, uh, it's all legible. What do you think, Bill Huggins, a 1945 World Series oh. team Cubs team signed? I, I'd have to have my research staff do a little bit of digging on that one. I, have, I don't know that one off the top of my head, but I yeah. could certainly assure you, uh, Dick, that that would be an item that my, uh, my bidders would be seriously interested in. I mean, you're talking about the Cubs and you're talking about NL champions, and that's the war year, I guess. The year, the end of the war year. Yeah, so it was the last that year. That type of, the of war. stuff is yeah. just non-existent, really. 
Yeah, that would be, if you ever decide you want to sell it, that'd be a great auction item, Dick. And great, great item. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Okay, time for one more here now. We've got a call from Justin in Plainfield. Welcome to the show, Justin. Hey, good morning. Hi. Uh, yeah, so my dad, he has a uh, 2017 uh, Panini Donruss Patrick Mahomes rookie card. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we're kind of new to this, so he wasn't sure, like, how to get it graded. Um, he doesn't want to send it in, so he wasn't sure if, like, there's a way to do it in person. Well, maybe what you should do, you want to hold off a little bit on getting that done anyway because the grading companies are, are so bombarded with stuff right now. But as things get more and more away from COVID and more card shows start up in the area, maybe wait for when one of the card companies is in the area or if they do some grading at a show where it, at the very least you can drop it off to them and you know they have it and fill out the paperwork and so forth. Awesome. Uh, how much would something like that go for? You know, it just it really depends on the condition and the card. But Mahomes stuff, I mean, he's on pace to be an all-time great quarterback, right. maybe even the best. Who knows? So right. it's definitely worth getting graded. Really, a rookie of his in, in any type of nice condition is worth getting done. Then it just depends at the time you get it back what the grade actually is on it. Right. But thanks right, for the thank call. Thank you so much. All right. All right. It sounds like we might already be at the end of the show. Yes. Isn't it amazing it how fast, fast. This flies? Vince? It's always fun, though. Always fun. It is always fun. So we want to make sure everybody, well, get your derby picks in, of course. Yes. <laughs> T-Crown Tom. Now, this is not for every listener. This is for Vince, Nancy, John Drummond, Bill Huggins, and Eric. And Eric, if Tyler wants to do it, too, send your pick to me. I'm going to take T-Crown his score more, so yeah. all right and then don't forget to check out now huggins and scott.com they've got stuff being added every day to for their hug for their summer auction vince clemeni erc delivery 24 7 yep ercdelivery.com or call us 630-516-1199 and i'm at triple crown in naperville from 10 to 2 monday through saturday so if you have something for huggins and scott give me a call to set up an appointment to bring it in and thanks for listening everybody have a great week